Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is a new world order, and I am Chancellor Zane C. Weber of the Federal Council of Zane Australia here again to deal with these guys from those places doing stuff. Where's the time love? Travelers. Where's the love? Zane? I've been doing this for fifty nine episodes now. We've all been doing this for fifty nine. <laughs> I mean, quite this frankly, specific part of it. I'm amazed that the Andropolians are still alive. They've tried hard to get rid of themselves. <laughs> they, they've. Ugh. But you know, okay. So I, I'm Zane C. Weber of Zane Australia, and we each run a uh, a, a fictional nation on nationstates.net, and we each try to do our best to put our own politics into into action. And sitting with me at the table are your people's champion. The Sebmerican paradox, Sebastian of the United States of Sebmerica. How are you a paradox? You know, is it that you should be? Somebody's wrestling name was the American paradox, and I just took that and put Sebmerican in it. I don't know why they were the American paradox. So just, just like wrestling, there doesn't seem to be a lot of thought no, going into these names. Thought. This mindless plagiarism is what Sebmerica is all about. So the, Submeri- <laughs> so the Submerican Paradox, they have to elect someone, but you're the only one on the ballot? No, I'm one of 200 people. Wait, I was, no. <laughs> I wanted 200 elected officials, which means there was at least 199 other elections for the other areas of my nation. So, Is the paradox that if they get rid of you, they won't have anything to put in their newspapers? I don't even know. The paradox is how I have so little understanding of what my role is in government. Like, <laughs> I'm like Trump. Like I've got all this power. I assume he doesn't have that much power. <laughs> he kind of thinks he does, but sometimes he's, but he's also happy just to pass the blame to his underlings. Like they don't know what their jobs are. Like to listen to what you what you want them to do. You're the boss. Speaking of doing what you want to do, I am Andrew Schossler, <laughs> the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. I'm starting to think that maybe we should go the other way around the table so that we get derailed after we've all been introduced. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Me to derail us. I just It's found its own rhythm, Zane. You're messing with sure. the system. You're trying I- to introduce order into a chaotic system that is finding its own spontaneous order. Speaking uh, <laughs> <can> I- libertarian Paul. <laughs> Before you get started, I was meant to bring up this fact last episode, and I wanted just to get it out of the way right now. Sure. Um, Why just not? Because I, this is a topic that's going to come up in our next Patreon episode, but I just wanted all of our other listeners to have a chance to understand how good I am as, of a, as a leader. <laughs> um, like a few episodes back, I 
made the bold move of putting a computer in charge of my entire judicial system. Mm. And I have been heavily criticized both on and off microphone <laughs> for this decision. <laughs> you mean you mean you made the bold move of doing the exact opposite of what you would otherwise have done. That's what made it bold. I didn't okay. say it was good, I said it was bold. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to compare the crime rate in Submerica to the crime rate of an actual existing country. I found right. on the official... Now, the, that will be, to be fair, the numbers are that I'm comparing to are to the United States in 2010, because that's the information I could find off the FBI's official website. Okay. So, Submerica currently has a crime rate, which I think is a little bit higher than Zane's, but mine is of three crimes per hour. The American crime rate, however, in 2010, <laughs> I thought was particularly interesting. Right. Violent crimes uh, in the year on average occurred every 25.3 seconds. Okay, so what's that? 2.2 per per uh, minute? Per minute? Yeah, but, uh, yeah just over two, two a minute. Yeah. So about so like 120. 130 yeah, per yeah, hour? Thereabouts. Okay. Uh, murders happen every 36 minutes, roughly. Rapes occurred every six minutes. Um, aggregated assault occurred every 40 seconds. And robberies occurred every one and a half minutes. Okay. Um, as for nonviolent crimes, uh, what they put under the tag of property crime every 3.5 seconds, um, every uh, larceny or theft uh, every 5.1 seconds, and every motor vehicle theft every 42.8 seconds. Wow. I just want to say, like, I've given my people full reign of just do whatever the <laughs> fuck you want, but don't, do not harm another person. And three crimes per hour is the, is the, the good old number we came up with as opposed to a, a nation that's, oh, I'll say quite a bit, a bit larger, but even when you pile the numbers down, we are very far ahead of them. What about the criminal code? If you're going to compare apples with apples, you have to compare how many potential crimes uh, are there. And in America, murder, rape, assault, and robbery. Well, they're violent are all crimes. crimes in my country. <laughs> yes, but uh, pirating music is a crime in America. Mm. Um, saying the wrong thing at a university well, is close to becoming a crime there. Well, <laughs> it already um, is in the UK. I mean, then it drug the, things as well. It depends <laughs> if they're assuming property crime is including... Smoking smoking uh, marijuana is still a crime. Possessing Well, it. none of the crimes I read out, though, in, are oh, including... No, but that's, no yeah. but, that's, but that's the point, that these are... Oh, they are specifically violent crime statistics, the aren't first, they? The first ones were it was just property, larceny, and motor theft that came under a different tag mm-hmm. of non-violent. Although but I would assume in motor theft kind of could be... The drug culture breeding, a theft culture, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Feeding into each other. Well, bully for you, Seb. I just thought, hey, this place makes Andrew Polio look like a proverbial utopia. If we of are happiness. to take anything from these statistics, it's that Andropolia is more of a realistic place because of its increased <laughs> crime rate relative to Submerica in comparison to Meanwhile, the United States. Zane Australia is living in a Star Trek, Star Trek <laughs> post scarcity <laughs> utopia over here. What was your crime rate off top of your head? You don't have to look it up. No, I, I think it's like 18 yeah, crimes it was, per hour. 18? It was just under 20. I think it's almost double. Even 18 per hour is better than what we're reading here of 
It may even be 25. Let, let me look it up very quickly. And also, but also, like, that doesn't account for our much higher populations. Like, yeah, in, well, the, in the America, two billion, so yeah. popul- two billion of populations. Wait, I thought I had like 30 billion people. Maybe not. Let me no. Look. Like two um, and a half, maybe. No, no, no. no. Yeah, you'll be, I think you're 1.6 billion. Oh, sorry. I apologize. I'm 2.2 billion. I was reading a different number there. Whereas, how, many, how much what's the rough population of the United States? 20, 20 crimes per hour. 300 million? Yeah. 340 years. So, wait, I should have more crime then, right? Technically. Proportionally. Yeah. Damn, I'm good. But cool. also, maybe your people don't report it. Um, I'm watching maybe you were here you're... last episode, Zane, but my cops are watching. I assume no, you're all not. two of them. Your law enforcement. No, I have full law enforcement. I don't have a military. They're different stats. <laughs> all right. <laughs> get a life, says the Zane Australian Sentinel. Some time ago, Scandalundian doctors helped a woman give birth to a baratender, the first baby conceived by in vitro fertilization in the Pacific. As Baratender reaches the age of majority, new research reveals that an increasing number of Scandalundian babies are born by result of the medical technique. An ensuing debate about IVF's place in Australia comes to a head when you attend a ribbon-cutting ceremony at a new baby boutique in downtown Australia City. Now, obviously, this is an issue I'm dealing with to deal again with time travellers. Because if I know anything about Zane Australian time travellers is that it's they nothing. were children at some point. They were, but they are also here. So Correct. whatever steps you have taken to eradicate them have not worked. In fact, I, you may not, have angered I'm not the ones that survived trying to eradicate that came them. back. I'm not necessarily... I'm not of the opinion that they're either here to thwart me or to assist me. I'm just, uh, they haven't told me what they're here for. So what I'm doing is I'm just putting as much, trying to put as much power to the people to make the choices, time travellers or not time travellers, as possible. It has been a very baby-centric policy uh, uh, spread. Because I feel if they want to make changes, that is something, that's the most direct way to affect the future is through children. Okay, all right. I have yearned for a baby for so long, breathes Hera Lacare as she holds a pair of cream booties against her flat stomach. My own child to nurture, raised to be a good person and citizen of this country. I can support this child myself, so why shouldn't I? In Scandalund, one in every ten babies is now born to an elective single mother. Why should Zane Australia deny parenthood to loving and capable people just because they haven't found the right spouse? Fund this miracle for all would-be parents of Zane Australia, regardless of gender, sexual orientation, or marital status. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, parenting, do I feel a veto coming on? Parenting is, the- is a team game. Sure. Whenever, whenever there are studies done on it, you find children are much more stable, much... They 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 come out much better having been the product of a, a two parent. Yeah, household. absolutely. Children cannot function socially without a real mother and a father. Tut's traditionalist Lars Sato, pursing his lips in disapproval. A study of seven teenage offenders from broken homes published last year in a conservative science periodical, showed that children lacking a nuclear family were more likely to be involved in housebreaking tomfoolery and sass than the two nice children in the traditional control group. Good science there. (laughs) 
Mr. Sato. <laughs> if that doesn't prove causation, I don't know what will. I know what will. Uh, <clears throat> it's plain selfish for solo hussies and so-called families to put their wishes before the child's need for a mother, a father, and a pet peacock named Rosalina fund IVF, but only for traditional family units. Is there something to be said for genetic compatibility? If the natural way of of conceiving is not working for whatever reason, are you right. pushing These, for a ban on IVF? I'm saying, is there is there any relevance to saying, all right, if you can't conceive naturally, should you procreate? Should those genes, which you know, nature is saying, ah, 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 these these two don't don't work together, should you still mash them together? You know, weird jigsaw style. And 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 now I'm never one partial to a slippery slope argument, <laughs> but that sounds dangerously close to the first step towards eugenics. How is it eugenics to 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 say that okay, if you're not if you can't have babies naturally, then I'm I'm sorry, you just. Well, no. Would it be eugenics? These, these is, particular... is the Spartan exposure no, 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 no. technique eugenics? No, no. I'm, 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 yes. I'm, I'm saying, hundred <laughs> percent, yes. I'm saying you've got you've got two people, each with very a, a very discrete set of set of genes, mm-hmm. right? And when they try and procreate, it 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 doesn't work. It ends up, you know, with you know either with infertility or or miscarriages or something awful, right? Mm-hmm. There's nothing stopping them. From seeking other partners with which to mash genes and make. What if one of them is infertile? What if one of them is infertile? Then why should why should those genes get to carry on? Nature is saying no. Okay, no, but so mother and father, father is infertile, right? So why couldn't the mother? Well, have they're not IVF? mother and father; they're husband and wife. Husband presumably. and wife, or boyfriend and girlfriend, mother and father, or rapist and victim. Well. In this particular, like in this particular situation that he's proposing here, that I only do it <laughs> yeah, if yeah, there is yeah. a prospective mother and a prospective father, yeah. and they get their child from this okay. this process, and that's the only situation in which that is okay. Why is that good? I have two reasons. Yeah. So this is tackling the other things. So the whole issue is they're obviously you know, they're not fit to procreate. It's like you just cut it off here. They're not, to not keep, for to, whatever reason, yeah. it's not compatible. Right? Okay, so I would say, in under the same theory, that the quick version of this would just be to shut down all your hospitals, then, because if everyone falls ill, they're not meant to continue living without intervention. So the easiest thing would be just to let everyone die on their own accord, right? So that's I'd feel like if that's not okay, then that's the reason that this would be okay. Okay. Alternatively, you have the free market. They're paying for IVF. If they can pay for it, they can do whatever the fuck they want. That's what you've been preaching this entire time. So I think that's fine, right? No, I I was, I was, I was really just asking for why you know because they got money, not necessarily making the case, yeah, yeah. why why it shouldn't be, but what is the reason why you would you know want 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 to ban it or allow it? Yeah, I would go with we shouldn't be offering it to people just because they want it anyway. Mutters my minister of the middle ground. A baby is not a fashion item. A baby is a human being. A fellow's Australian. The state 
mutual fund, IVF, but only on a case-by-case basis. To those who have a legitimate medical condition, that makes it difficult to conceive children naturally, and who can demonstrate that they are responsible and ready for a child. I mean, if they can afford IVF, I would say they've proven just from the fact that they have all the money for IVF, they are responsible in some way. And well, Australia has a pretty significant <laughs> health care. But uh, this is this is a proposal a proposal to make it state sponsored as long as you check the boxes that some bureaucrat, you know, puts there and and, and yeah. defines what's And what on, is honestly acceptable. that is uh that is that's a, just a restriction on the first one, which is like if they have the they if they can support it if they can support a child, then they deserve to try and have a child. Yep. Then the second one is only traditional families, mm. and then this one is only traditional families who are having trouble conceiving. There's also the point to be made pro IVF of as far as um, uh, the willingness of the parents is concerned. These people really want children, mm. and they are probably going to be better parents, better parents, or at least dedicated parents, because they are going through all these hoops, through and all this trouble. People who have a one night stand and end up with a child in nine months. Correct. Oh, the budget. <laughs> Sighs my Minister of Health, adding up the calculations on her fingers. Do you have any idea how much the government spends on health? I'm not sure off the top of my head, but I can get some figures for you. <laughs> we can't afford to offer any IVF. The best thing to do is to vet private clinics and let them provide the service to those who can pay. Yes, it won't help everyone, but it's really the best we can afford in this economy, and at least no one can say that they're being discriminated against based on circumstances. The- so they can't object. They're being discriminated against. Because of their financial positions no, now. They're not being discreet. No, save more. Work harder. Upskill. Ugh. Well, that's the thing. Well, you, also- don't, you, don't, you don't get to have everything you dream of, regardless of how, how unwilling you are to work towards it. And part of all the other options so far have been qualification. I thought number one was just whoever. What, yeah, fund it for whoever. So- that if they can support the child, then yes. And so that that privatization is then being able to support the child is kind of built in for having to pay for it. But the government would never charge to make a profit, so it's, no. But that, that's the difference. No. Is, so you're, you don't you're, know you're why the government th- charges. I'm saying you're changing <laughs> it from maybe a thousand dollars a pop to in private hands, probably maybe ten thousand dollars a pop. So it does, even though it's still requesting that bit of money being put forward because it's now private and not Only public. Only there's demand. You know what IVF companies want to do? They want to make the most money possible. And the CEO of that company will find, he will work tirelessly, he will work 20 hours a day to find the price that makes him the most money. It may be that he has to charge one person $3 million for one treatment and that's all they do. Or he may he may find that charging, you know, Thousands of couples, seven and a half thousand dollars, is 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 the way that he makes the most money for the company. The thing he with, will he will be very good at finding that number. The thing with IVF though is there's obviously no guarantees when people are going through it, and it can be on attempt number one or it can be an attempt number twenty. Yeah, but the problem is they are being charged for every single attempt. Maybe it's not necessarily. It's if if it's a private clinic, it'll have its own solution. Maybe you have an IVF subscription. Where you pay a one flat fee and you get multiple attempts. Well, I know in for a fact in Australia, 
it ranges from about six hundred to a thousand dollars an attempt. Mm, yeah, but Australia is ridiculous. But Australia um, also <laughs> has a very good healthcare system. So I'm saying we're using that as a bl- as a as a basis of this is probably best case scenario in a realistic existing government. Very and it's good, still very expensive. Very good healthcare system compared to what? Compared to let's say America, because I'm going to which the- has a fantastic healthcare system. Just a really expensive one. And that's what no, I'm saying. Yeah. If you're sick, really, really sick, you want to go to the States to get your treatment if you can pay for it. Are you talking about the quality of service? Oh, absolutely. Well, I'm talking about the affordability of service, so they're different in this case. Well, this is nice. I must have Oh, God's another one. Complace <laughs> staunch conservative faith leader Agnesica Gibson in snatching the booties from Hera. If the creator demands that a person be barren, then let it be so. You can't play a god monkeying around with nature. Some people aren't sent infertility as a trial to bring them closer to their maker. We don't know why. Maybe they sinned while they themselves were still in the womb. But forget that only the creator can breathe life. Manufacturing these test tube abominations is heresy. And Australia, say Australia, will surely be struck down for it. How many words into this issue did it take for your eyes to roll completely into the back of your head? Faith leader. There we go. Um, I fully support option one. Just for the rest. Is that the last option? That yes. One? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only five. So God. good luck blocking me, you dicks. Between the both of us, we, can, we could. But no, um, I'm, option one gives as many people as require this as much ease as you know getting it as they can. Nobody that does need IVF is going to elect for it. So let's Honestly, just say everyone that's going for it is someone that needs it because no one with a. Because no Australia, just- it's between one and four. Um, it should be full. I don't have a problem. Say Australia does have a robust healthcare system, and I don't care. I don't. I don't feel strongly against adding this service into the system. But also, IVF opening it to the private market. I don't think that that's a problem. Um, if a child is going to be supported through the healthcare system, I don't see. And and we're not struggling for population. We don't need more population now. I don't have a problem with option number four. I don't have a problem with option number one. But with my approach to time travel or the time, the invasion of the time travelers is pushing me towards option number one because to give more options to more people for now what about is- who is pregnant with whom when. Well, let me, let me just do a bit of research because we never bloody do this. What is the actual infertility rate? Because- when you say uh, like it might be fine to take the cost on, not everyone's going to be going through IVF. Before we go any further, is anyone looking to veto me? No, absolutely not. Good because I'm I'm going to uh, I'm going to pick that. Which one? Option number one. Oh, good choice. <sighs> no time travelers, Andy. Time travelers. What about the time travelers? Okay. I'm giving more options to more people about who's pregnant with whom right now. <laughs> in 2006, it was the number, the easiest one I found. 2006 in America, the, um, the CDC, so the Center for Disease Control in the States, found that 6% of women aged 15 to 44 uh, were considered infertile at some point in that time period. So sometimes maybe they've yeah. been fixed or not. So 
even like it's not even that much. I mean, I mean, yes, six percent of women is a lot, but we're talking what three percent of your population, I guess, if you were to assume a fifty-fifty split between men and women. Sure, three percent of the sexually active population. It's probably not that much of a hit. Like, I mean, if you if you look and go that being a problem covering it, I would stop covering cancer, diabetes, and heart issues because they're going to be the vast majority of everything you're covering. Not this. This feels like a sales minor thing. of pregnancy testing kits are booming. Engine room economy ticking over nicely. Cultural groups celebrate growing acceptance. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wage rises put spring in step money in pocket as the Australians soak up super summer. Now I've got a lot of ups. Healthcare up 5.9, niceness up 3.6, compassion 1.5. I'll go and go until it starts getting into the low numbers. Inclusiveness, weather, cheerfulness, uh, government size, pacifism, tourism, employment, ideological radicality, average income, economic output, all up between 0.14 and 1. Also, civil rights and lifespan up 0.13. The big downs are charmlessness authoritarianism, crime, uh, and social conservatism, and welfare. And to, to, to what extent? Uh, charmlessness, 0.9, uh, crime, 0.3, social conservatism, 0.2, authoritarianism, 0.1. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so those, good. Good, those not, are the good ones to go down for me. Not huge changes, but quite broad. Yes, yeah. Uh, mostly with kind of how my society functions, like niceness and compassion mm. and cheerfulness all kind of up with this one. I guess people having kids make them more social, quite sociable. Possibly. Now get through your issues now because <laughs> we're running long again. Okay. Just well, just quickly about healthcare and the affordability of healthcare specifically, you want to look up the Surgery Center of Oklahoma. Mm. Um, this is a, a, a place in the States that does not seek any government subsidies and they actually price – surgeries quite affordably. You actually often find that um, under the American healthcare system, uh, paying full price for surgeries with them can often be less than the uh, sort of excess or deductible yeah, yeah, yeah. As, a, as, as part of the insurance for, for treatments uh, elsewhere. Interesting. Very interesting But they're obviously place. not the base model for the, the country. This is just like one unit. No, it's, does. A, it's a huge mess. And yeah. Blech. My issue is very interesting because this is a game changer for me, guys. All right. All shook up. Thousands of people were forcibly evacuated from a small town in North America because of a predicted earthquake, which did not arrive. Uh-oh. Weeks later, displaced residents at Irate and in uh, sorry, at the inconvenience. Mm-hmm. Boys, I've averted the future. Or was the prediction the thing that was that was seeded? Was there never going to be an earthquake? That is possible. Or And the time travellers to big themselves up as these altruists made up a prediction about an earthquake that they knew was not going to happen. Have they been fixed for you? <laughs> Honestly, there's two ways of looking at this. Either they are frauds. Yeah. As in not time. No, no, no. Yeah. Either <laughs> not time travellers 
because then they couldn't know. Because if they were from the future, why make a false prediction? Or to get you on side, of course. But it's a false prediction within a week that we would know was wrong. That's my problem. Like they, you would be like, you need to be ready because in 30 years, thermonuclear war. You would say it's because by the time it doesn't happen, it's too far gone. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're out of here. You would never make a false prediction. Like I'm going to learn to, I've learned to juggle. I'll show you in three days. And I have no, no, never no. learned to juggle. I can be caught so easily. It's no, stupid. No. They don't get the blame for the prediction. It's your it's your seismologists. They get the blame for I, being bad seismologists. Didn't say my seismologist. Did it? I figured the time. So there's two ways of me reading All this. Right. Either they've made a very bad idea, bad had a bad idea, and lied about something they would be instantly caught out on. Or when we last left the future, there was an earthquake in a week. The future has changed because it did not happen. Really? Government policy changes Earth's geology. I'm just saying butterfly <laughs> effect. And honestly, if we have an underground base, like underground layer, maybe something that we didn't do actually did change the fact there was an All earthquake. Right. All right. So I'm reading this as you look at me, I got the mission accomplished flag flying behind me. My fellow Americans, we did it. <laughs> And then the next president will actually kill the guy that we're after. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Dressed in several day old pajamas, angry retiree Christy Dubois cham- uh, clambers over security to reach your desk. I fled my home to avoid an earthquake and I had to live at my sister in law's house for weeks. I hate my sister in law. I demand an end to mandatory evacuations that the so called scientists be fined for making terrible predictions. I'm surprised we have mandatory evacuations. <laughs> so this will be interesting. <laughs> Option two. It's not our fault size, bedraggled geologist Stella Licorice. I agree. It's not your fault. It was those damn time travelers' fault. <laughs> uh, pushing her glasses back onto her nose. The problem is that we're poorly funded and under-equipped. All we can do is make best guesses most of the time, and that's to predict big aftershocks after small earthquakes. What we need is a grid of networking seismographs a one mi- at one mile intervals across America's higher across America, higher wages to attract the best and brightest into seismology and warning klaxons to t- tell people when and t- when to evacuate. Why we'll be able to predict earthquakes just seconds after they happen. <laughs> well, she had me until it was. We'll know it's happening <laughs> when the ground is shaking. <laughs> and finally. I knew I shouldn't have gone all out. I shouldn't have gone out of the house today. Cries full-time warrior Yoko Scrooge, adjusting a tight-fitting homemade protective bubble wrap bodysuit. If an earthquake was predicted but didn't happen, who's to say that it isn't still on its way? <laughs> that town, just, just like the Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> that town should never have been built in such of an, an area with a, such a high risk of quakes. We need to make sure that all of our population centers are in areas with no risk of earthquakes, floods, hurricanes, tornadoes, volcanoes, or landslides. I'm sure everyone would appreciate being safer. Okay, so these are your options. These are terrible options. Right? These are to introduce fines for scientists for getting for getting their predictions wrong. Mm. Right? Was it was it fines? Number two oh, yeah, is it was, to yeah. drastically increase the budget of the seismologists and roll out a network of of surveillance. For the ground, air quotes. Well, they, they would be for the ground. It wouldn't be, or, it wouldn't be video cameras. Traffic, maybe. Or number three <laughs> is to evacuate permanently people from specific areas on the basis that they are seismologically active, but then will be will be left completely uninhabited. Yeah. 
Now, 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 now <laughs> can I say, is you only have the three options? Yes. Because if you're assuming time travels are on your side, option three is what you should do. Because oh. they could be prepping you for real things that will happen. No, no, no. I'm assuming that I've now averted the timeline that I was trying to avert. Oh, but, so just So you're success. calling success? I, I, I said mission accomplished. <laughs> Wave the flag behind me. The future is different from what they have predicted. We are now on a different path to when Seb. they first got here. So now Seb. you do nothing. Seb. No, now I do, in my case, probably fund the scientists because Seb. that's what I would normally do. Seb, they're still here. Yeah. They haven't disappeared. They're just lingering they're to make st- sure it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I've trusted them. We went through and now they are wrong. If this is a film, the timeline has changed. If this is a film, right, you are halfway through Act 2 going, End of the movie! Yes, end of the movie! We killed, <laughs> we killed Michael Myers! Yes. And there's still and, 40 and then, minutes of running time left. And then the real mothership <laughs> comes down. There's a million times the size of the previous mothership. <laughs> Independence Day resurgence style. <laughs> Unless I'm, you guys are going to veto me, I'm reading this as mission accomplished. They are no longer predicting the future because I've changed enough that we are on a different path to what we were on. Or and now it's back even to worse business as usual. Because not only have they have they averted uh, the the future that they know, now it's unpredictable. They don't know where the future is going. It was now. always unpredictable for me though. <laughs> this is back to normal. They no longer yes, have any was. warnings for it me. It was always unpredictable, whether you oh. believe them or not. You've compromised your principles. I now, barely did anything that way. And now you're in a situation where you've got no good choices in front of you. This is where I'm just going to give money to my government, like I always do. <laughs> what do you mean, no good choices? Just give money to the government. Go on, make unless anyone's unless anyone's vetoing it. I'm going no, with the I'm not no, earthquake it. protection. I think if you think that you've solved the problem, then that is that is that is the fiction that you've worked up in your head. Because <laughs> I don't see that there's much. Evidence. (laughs) Earthquake sirens are a leading cause of hearing loss. (laughs) Uh, Technology leading America to bright, clickable future. Flush with cash, our shopping guide inside. Engine room of economy ticking over nicely. Government, bigger, better, officials say. (laughs) IT up 19%. This in two weeks, it's gone up 40% in two weeks. Right. Scientific advancement up 8%. So that's 30% in two weeks. Public education up 3%. And then it patters off tourism, intelligence up two, and book publishing up one, and then it goes into the you know points. Gambling down sixteen percent, primitiveness down five percent, ignorance down three, charmlessness down two, black market down two as well, and freedom of taxation and weather both down one. Guys, Seb America's back with worse weather than ever. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, the weather's gone down. Yes, but I assume that means because. I count earthquakes as like an act of weather. So like there's less earthquakes where they've gone down. It's overall weather. No, 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 no. It's earthquakes. It's earthquakes like are down incidents 1%. of weather are up 50% this year. Well, I would say on a stormy day, we're receiving a lot more weather than on a sunny day. I know technically we're receiving the same amount of weather, but I have seen bad weather is bigger. So guys, this is, I'm looking, I'm really positive right You've now. You've really convinced yourself that you <laughs> I changed the future. They can't predict the future because we're on a different path, guys. This is what we all please, want. Please, please appreciate the fact that Andy and I will continue to sit here and look at you skeptically <laughs> for the next I'm the only one that has episode. had positive results so far by changing 
anything. I've, I'm the only one that has quantifiable facts here that I had something and then it has changed. None of yeah. you guys have seen any difference. Right, no, no, neither no, no, of us no. even know that the time travelers are here to hurt us. They could just be vacationing. It's an invasion, Zane. They're here for a reason. Yeah, and it's and not how, bec- how many times have you heard that Asians are invading Australia? Only on bad TV channels, right? <laughs> like, like, like a current affair and Space Night. And all right, Andy, what's your thing? Let's get it done. Turning up one bright Monday morning, you are met with a mob of angry janitors, delivery drivers, security guards, and cleaners on strike Aww. after legislation for increased weekend pay was defeated. For the 16th time. Get the message, guys. Andropoli does not like strikes. (laughs) One more time might get it through, though. (laughs) Given that all available office space is full of uncollected rubbish and smells faintly of Friday's lunch, a meeting on the issue has been called at a busy local cafe. What do you think we're striking for? Asks a department office intern and student, Lucinda Alassad, still half asleep from working weekends at a greengrocer's. Fair wages for antisocial hours, that's what. Do you know how many of us have to sacrifice our free time, our social lives, and even our health for the same rate as someone doing a nine-to-five? Big business can afford to pay a bit more, so make them give us night shift and weekend workers extra pay. People who go (laughs) into the nine-to-five pay for that with an education in... In, in in skills or even just their own their own unless they have a upskilling. nine to five job at a grocery store which is yeah. a thing like which, they yeah, can also is, achieve nothing in their lives and still get those that's jobs that's exactly right if you are ineligible for a nine to five because you don't have the skills or are unwilling to to learn you take a job and you pay for it by having antisocial hours right that's the job that that you are that you are suited for because of your own willingness uh, uh, to to or unwillingness to seek a better job, right? That's the deal. That's the deal. If you can't, if you can't attract a higher wage, then why on earth should you be should should your employer be forced to give you one? There is also the case of okay. So if I don't want to do night work, I can and I will find myself a job of the same skill level that I'm at that is not at night. Mm-hmm. Which and if they're not going to make that night job any more attractive for me or anyone else when, yep. when they can find another job, which they will like there's businesses opening up every day. Yep. There's every chance that the entire, let's say uh, Coles or a shopping center, the entire night filling department could within a year all roll out and work at another store in the same company yep. in day jobs, leaving an absence of people in that area because the job is so unappealing, even in a pace in a, Pay scale. Seb, you're making my point for me. Government has no business in setting the wages of workers that is completely up to their their employer yeah. and how much they want them. Yeah, as long as, yeah. 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 And how much other employers want them. Because obviously if they're in demand. And how many employees are willing to kill for a better job. <laughs> Having to fork out extra for weekend workers would sink us, butts in nosy cafe owner Tyrion Fraser. That's not true. Weekends are the busiest days for everyone. Like you make your most money then. Slinging a sweat-soaked dishcloth at a girlfriend so she can take over. Me and the old gal have to scrimp and save to pay staff as it is. Tell you what, you lot cut back a bit on all those wage laws for us small businesses, and I might even be able to take the old nag out somewhere nice. Well, she's horrible to her business partner, but (laughs) she does want to take her out somewhere (laughs) nice. And, yeah, repealing some laws. Repeal. Repeal. Let's do it. Is that your only two options? No, last one. We never used to rush out like this when I was a young'un, interjects old-timer Alejandro McGee. 
very interesting yep. <laughs> combination of names. Second, <laughs> second generation something, something. I don't know. Holding up the queue just to talk to you. Nowadays, no one seems to have enough time for a cuppa and a chat. Why don't we go back to the good old days when you only had to work on weekdays and everything closed at five? That'll give us plenty of time to get to know each other properly. Like back when I was in Nipper. Yeah, back when he was a nipper. Honest to God, I mean, I know like the whole idea, the, having shops open all the time makes everyday life easy. But part of me wishes I lived in a society where actually everything was only open Monday to Friday and on the weekends you just had to make, you know, go out and do stuff. Yeah, I mean, be, like, it would be nice. Nothing's stopping you from I know, doing but like, that. I, I'm aware, yes, but, it's, <laughs> but it's e- it would be easier if. Part it would, of my would hand be easier if the government mandated it. <laughs> yes, it would be. You are you are a part of the society in which you live, and if the culture is that everything is open all the time, yeah, that's 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 the world you have to live in. Well, you can you go to places can, like Spain where they have like a siesta, traditionally not government mandated, yeah, 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 where yeah, they have an yeah. hour after lunch when work is closed because no, that's the culture. Work. And if that's yeah. attractive, you should take steps to to going there. Is anybody vetoing? This one's easy. Oh, don't know. None of these feel particularly. <laughs> none of them are terrible choices. It's just none of them are terrible. And the backup for me was always that I could just choose Alejandro's option, <laughs> which still kind of works to Andropolian <laughs> traditions, but not really. The not really. Repealing the laws works works best. Deal. Yeah. Deal. No, Let's by all means. Repeal those laws. And- I mean, if it was me, I definitely would have paid them more. But I, that's. That's just- yeah, and if you were employing people, you could elect to pay people more. But if I legislate that you have to pay them more, then I take that decision away from you. You're no longer able to decide. Go- corporations don't get free will in my country, though. <laughs> I've, I've done this a lot. It's Citizens do, corporations don't. Corporations are people too, Seb. Not to me, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> if they wanted to be people, they wouldn't be called corporations. They'd be called no, civilians. Well, corporations <laughs> are an invention of the state anyway. Yeah. Yeah. They... Takeaway food brought on the weekend now comes with a 50% 50 more sweat and tears. Especially tears. Especially those (laughs) tears, or what looks like tears anyway. Let's call it tears. Economists bullish on Andropolian economy. Aristocrats welcome rising income inequality. Incomes rising, economists says, and conservative groups demand government response on crime. Well, maybe finally I'll get an issue that is crime-related. Finally. So, with... A repeal of uh, some uh, wage laws uh, Wage laws concerning small businesses. Retail is up 31%. Wealth gaps are up 15 Pizza delivery. <laughs> you say that like a, this is a great thing. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand why you view wealth gaps as, as a good thing. All right. Wealth gaps, wealth gaps, all they identify is a difference in wages. It doesn't yeah. mean one has dropped or one has risen. They may have they may have separated both in 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 opposite yeah, directions, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just just knowing that there is a wage gap has not told you anything about where those wages are, because if no, but I'm just no, why, no, no, why if, you view that as a, as a positive thing. Let me let me enlighten you. In the circumstance, right, where somebody on the lower end of the wage scale, yes. right, of, of 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 the two being compared, doesn't move, the person making more. Now makes definitely more, makes fourteen percent more than they did before, yes. and they've got extra resources to invest or to to spe- to spend as they like. Hoard, yeah, hoarding is fine. You need savings in order to in order to I, invest. I you can't. I wasn't. I wasn't 
judging <laughs> the hoarding. I the, was just that was the two options. The assumption is that wealth gaps mean that the richer people are taking money away from the poorer people, and that's not at all necessarily true. Not necessarily true. It could be true. It could, but be it's true. not necessarily true just from the wealth gap its itself. Pizza delivery as an industry is up fourteen percent. Weaponization up three. Crime. Up 1%, damn it. Under polio. That's the thing. If people aren't getting paid much, they, they love their crime. crime. They, they love their crime sprees. As far as the downtrends are concerned, uh, income equality down 13%, with wealth gaps being up 14 You expect that. Safety down 4 Pacifism down 1%, and authoritarianism down half a percent. All right. Well, we didn't raise the issue of lower incomes, which might mean lower spending, but it didn't seem to come through with those numbers, I don't think. It might also mean that things get cheaper. Oh, maybe. But that means they're losing money from their sales rather than through their wages. No. So everything stays even. No, so it's, how, it's, how are you tying that into time travel? Liz. Invasion. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> By bringing, bringing the laws that you pay your um, staff back 30 years to confuse the time travellers so they think they're in the wrong decade. (laughs) Like, wait a minute, this ain't the 1980s. I've gone wrong. If I I take the position that they are uh, nefarious, they are here to do things, introducing more laws, uh, uh, tying the hands of of businesses would be detrimental to um, not only to... uh, um, the economy, but also it would be going against the principles of of Andropolia, of yeah, freeing everything up as much as possible. Right. So you want um, you wanted to forge as far into the Andropolia ahead as possible. No, no, no. It's about it's about cutting all coercion. Okay. Right. Repealing laws means cutting all coercion. If the government, government coercion. Yeah. What other coercion is there? Uh, CEO coercion. Yeah. <laughs> well, the power that an employer has an over, over an employee. No, you don't. You can't coerce somebody unless you're backed up with a weapon of unemployment. And no, a literal weapon. And the government is backed with the biggest weapon of them all: an entire police force, military. If it if it um, comes to no, that, I mean, drug dealers have enforcers. Why can't businessmen? Yes, but a, but a drug dealer can't can't take money from you the same way that a government can. No, I, I agree. I'm just saying well, you, the coercion exists outside of the government as well. Yeah, yeah, no, violence exists. I'm not saying I'm not saying that it doesn't, but getting rid of the government, getting rid of that level of coercion means that we're as free as we can possibly be, and that's an ideal worth worth fighting for. So if you want to find out how this all resolves and who wins the time traveler invasion, you're going to have to uh, find us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash a new old order podcast. And that is where we do our wrap ups. One in every five episodes goes there. So find us there and see who wins the time travel invasion. I have a feeling it's not going to be as egalitarian as the zombies were. <laughs> All right, I have been Zane C. Webber, Chancellor of the National Council of Zane Australia, twirling forever towards the future. I've been your people's champion, the Seb-American paradox of the United States of Seb-America. The best there is, the best there was, and I i mean, the future has changed, but I assume the best there ever will be. <laughs> and I have been Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia imploring you all carte blanche sans plume.
Till next time, gentlemen. Hi there, my name's Jessica Kate. And I'm Ellen Rose. And we're the hosts of Murder in the Land of Oz, a new Australian true crime podcast. Yes, we're starting off in Brisbane, our hometown, because... Relatable. Relatable. We're going to be coming to you every second Monday. So give us a listen, give us a like. And a subscribe. Come and join us on our journey where we explore the depths of true crime Australia. Oh yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.